0: The sub four minute mile, even almost 61 years later, since Roger Bannister was the first to break that barrier. It is still the benchmark for fast running. Many excellent runners have tried, but the club is still a fairly exclusive one reserved for the most talented, the hardest workers and the gutsiest racers. Both of my guests on today's show have a lot in common. Both grew up around the Toronto area. Both went south of the border to chase fast competition, in the NCAA, and both have gone sub four already this year. Rob Deneau, the Villanova Wildcat from Aurora, Ontario, shares the good, the bad, and everything in between about running in the NCAA. And Justin Knight talks about his journey from Vaughn, Ontario, to his new home in Syracuse as an Orangeman. You're listening to The Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production. It's been almost a year since my first guest announced his post-secondary intentions, looking to make the move from his home in Vaughan, Ontario, across the border to Syracuse, New York. And in that time since, he's had a pretty exciting ride as an Orangeman, going sub four in the mile on an indoor track, no less, playing a very integral part on a cross country team that placed top five in the NCAA. And oh yeah, he's also the Canadian junior cross country champion. Welcome to the show, Justin Knight.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, first things first, you're redshirting the indoor season this year, presumably to get ready for the IAAF World Cross Country Championships next month. How's the training been going for that? And has that been the focus for you this winter?
1: Um, the training has been going pretty well. Uh, Coach Fox, he really knows what he's doing. He has a good program set up for me. The, tr- the focus, the main focus has been on World Cross Country and NACACS. But um, at the same time, I have been I've been getting in a lot of track workouts as well. So the plan is I've been working out with like our distance guys like Martin Heyer who also broke four with me, and also even though that even though we're still in the track season, we've been doing hill training too as well a couple of times. So the plan has been going well. I was planning on getting one or two races in before Um Obviously the At first, I was just supposed to run Boston to get a good 3K because uh, that's what I did the previous year when I was on the Canadian national team, but uh, I was in really good shape and I showed I had a lot of speed, so coach just put me in a mile just to test it out and uh, I was able to finish well, but um, I think to focus more on NACAC, we decided not to run the 3K at Boston, so because we didn't want to run any mediocre times if we were going to run the 3k we were planning on running really fast. So, exactly
0: yeah. what is a week of uh training looking like for for you right now?
1: Um so on Mondays I'll just take you through our kind of weekly schedule. Sure. Um Mondays I'd run about like 45 minutes a week. I'm kind of different than um the rest of the kids on my team because of my inexperience with a lot of mileage. So coach has been really um good with me about that so we're slowly building it up but i'm i run 45 minutes on monday then on monday also we would have core core exercises uh tuesday we'd do the workout wednesday would just be like a post-workout run same 45 minutes thursday we'd do another run would be around 45 minutes for me as well and then we'd also do core after and then friday we'd have a workout and um saturday and Lately, I've been running seven days a week, which is, we've only been doing that for um, a couple of weeks now, but um, I'd run, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes on Saturday and then do a 65-minute run on Sunday.
0: This year has been pretty crazy for you i mean as mentioned before you went three fifty nine fifty one 51 in the mile at penn state winning the national junior cross championship as well and uh getting that clutch 14th place finish at the uh, the wisco invite this fall what's been your biggest highlight since starting school
1: personally you know we don't really run miles at least in high school the one mile race so the whole concept of breaking forward it didn't really hit me until um my teammates kind of explain how much of a big deal it is and the barrier of breaking four. Um, so I definitely agree that that would probably be my most impressive result of the year. But the feeling of cross country being a freshman and just crossing the line at 14th, being um, the second man on a, on my college team, that was, that just like warmed my heart. It was the greatest feeling ever. And also um, our team, we surprised, we came number one at the Wisconsin meet. So that was just a great day. So I think that was my warmest moment in the NCAA since I started school. But definitely, I think the breaking the four minute mile barrier would probably be the most impressive performance of my year.
0: Now, with all those accomplishments so far, there seems to be a ton of hype surrounding you from very respected running blogs and uh, the message boards alike. How do you deal with that sort of attention?
1: My parents, they, um, they take care of me. They they give me a lot of advice which I I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for um for parents that actually care about my success and they kind of guide me into the right direction. Um and also like my coaches too. They tell me like you can go on the running blogs and see what's happening but just don't make it a main focus so I try not to. Like um I would go on tracky every now and then every now and then just to see like um how my friends like Ehab or like Braden Rennie or some of the other guys um, from my high school are doing and running just to check up on their results. But um, the main goal, I don't ever like search what people are saying about me because it, it, I don't think it would really matter. And I don't want that to affect my performance. Um, trying to make sure I impress people, I just try to let my uh, my racing do the talking. Uh, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to go back for a second. Almost a year ago, you uh, committed to Syracuse with uh, offers from a few notable NCAA schools and what I can only imagine would be your choice of CIS schools. Why Syracuse yeah. and, and why the NCAA?
1: Um, that's actually a good question. There was a point in time where I was looking over at the CIS schools and I was very interested in, I actually narrowed it down to University of Toronto and Guelph, and the reason for that was I've had two coaches in high school. I, I had the pleasure of having an amazing high school coach who had a great amount of knowledge in the sport who was able to get me to where I am today, but also during the summer and um, the winter breaks, um, Terry Radchenko, I, I believe he's the head coach of the distance team at uh, University of Toronto, but um, the reason why I was looking at University of Toronto and uh, Guelph because um terry he did a great job with me he really understood how my body worked and um how i how i adjusted to certain things and he knew that i was kind of different so i couldn't go wrong with staying with his program and obviously they're trying to build a team over there and guelph uh where do i even start with them because they are the colorado of canada Mm -hmm. so and and they they do they come up um they come down actually to the some a lot a lot of NCAA double races and you can see that they're performing well so they wouldn't have been a bad decision either um however, I did decide to go the NCAA route because i feel like um and this is no disrespect to any of the c i s runners but there is um i feel like the amount of competition in the NCAA is just greater i find that um canada we do have a lot of runners that can match up with um some of the top runners in the NCAA, I just feel like the pool, um, it's a lot deeper in the NCAA uh, than in Canada. And um, that's the reason why I chose to go to the NCAA, but um, picking Syracuse, however, um, it was really tough, especially with the whole hype thing and um, all the expectations that coaches had for me. And it was hard to see which coach really cared for me as a, as a human being and not just an athlete to help them win a NCAA championship and I find that coach Fox, coach Adam and coach Bell um, they just they're just the most remarkable coaches they they care for you as a as a human being they care for your academics and also they care for your growth as a as an athlete beyond um, going beyond like just finishing your four years of Syracuse it's not just about getting all they can out of you and then leaving you to to dry. And that was just the main difference. Like I visit a lot of schools and a lot of the coaches, they're great people, but I really felt like um Syracuse and Coach Fox's program would really take care of me.
0: At Syracuse you uh as you mentioned you train under the very respected Chris Fox. Uh what kind of changes has your training seen since joining up with him?
1: Um the changes in regards to running, um I guess the The main difference, which we kind of slowly eased into, was kind of my mileage. Um, as I, th- I think I said this before, I'm not accustomed to running high mileage. I actually um, finished my high school career running only 35 miles per week. And um, Coach Fox, he was very understanding about that, and he slowly eased me into – we started at 35, and then we slowly – right now we're probably at around like 45 miles per week. So – I think that was the biggest change, and also um, in practice, we have a lot of guys, we have, we have multiple guys that can go sub-four, they didn't get any in this year yet, but their talent, um, they're in the shape to do it, so um, having guys that are obviously like faster than me in different distances, um, that's new, and um, I think those are the two major changes to uh, my training from in high school, actually. While we're
0: talking about Syracuse, obviously, you're not just down there for running. You're also doing a, a degree in sports management. What are your long-term yeah. goals with that, and uh, what do you plan to do after college?
1: Um, after my four years at Syracuse, um, I plan on getting my law degree to accompany my sports management degree. And um, to be honest, my my mom always taught me something, is just try to pursue something that you love. So I, as you know, I'm a pretty... Big basketball fan And it would be my dream To just be a sports agent Or um, or somewhere um, involved in the NBA Or maybe like the Toronto Raptors Working at the ACC So um, Syracuse They have um, actually the best Sports management program in the US Because um, the guy I forgot his name But the guy that managed the Dream Team He's a graduate of Syracuse So he built the program over here So I feel like I'm going to be set up For success over there um, if I continue to work hard oh that's and, pretty cool <laughs> yeah it is pretty cool so who knows maybe I'll manage the next dream team but uh, yeah those are my goals I plan on becoming a sports agent having a law degree is very important and even if that doesn't work out um, you can do many things with a law degree so you can't go wrong with that
0: you know, anyone who follows you on Twitter at Justin Knight uh, knows you're pretty into basketball, as you just mentioned. Uh, I've read that you used to play competitively. Do you still uh, find yeah. some time to fit in some hoops? And in your opinion, is it important for you to have other sports and interests other than running while you're you know, doing your season?
1: Um, yeah, actually, um, <laughs> during my season, I haven't had time to play basketball as much because my coaches and my mom they're worried that I'm gonna get injured, but uh, I try to tell them that it's the other players' ankles that they should be worrying about because <laughs> I have good handles. <laughs> but um, I do play a lot of basketball, especially like outside of season. Um, we have a lot of courts here in Syracuse, so and everybody's playing at some point in time. And um, <laughs> um, I, I actually do think it's important that um, people find other things to do other than running because running does put a lot of stress on your legs. And I think especially at a young age, like maybe in high school, um, I did basketball for the first two or three years in my high school career. And even though you aren't running, you're still getting that good conditioning in. And I think it kind of eases you into, um, building that mileage because sometimes people get burnt out or they get sick of the sport if they do it for too long. So I think it's important.
0: (laughs) You know, as mentioned earlier, you've done a ton of stuff in this past year. Uh moving forward, what are some big goals you hope to achieve in the next year?
1: The year following uh yeah, I did do some big goals. One thing I'm kinda disappointed with is that I didn't get the indoor three K record, which I didn't even attempt to do it, but uh I guess the the three K is just my favorite race. But in the future, um I'd hope for the outdoor season that hopefully I could get the outdoor five K record and in the years coming, um, obviously, for my team and myself, the goal is to win an NCAA championship. So that's one thing I'm going to be training towards. And, um, yeah, I think those are really the main goals that are highlighted. And, obviously, within with every race, I hope to continue to get better and um, PB and just stay healthy. <laughs>
0: Well, we wish you—we uh, all wish you the, the best of luck with your upcoming cross races and thanks a lot for being on the show this week. Thank you for having me. The Terminal Mile presents Asking Runners About Non-Running Things and Exercise in Cross Training. Okay, question number one. Recently at the Grammys, Kanye West attempted to rush the stage when this artist won Best Album of the Year. Beck. At last Sunday's NBA All-Star Game, this player took home the MVP award for the game.
1: Oh, Russell Westbrook.
0: This eastern United States city got another foot of snow this past weekend during a brutal storm that makes it the fourth time that this city has been hit in the past couple of weeks.
1: Oh, that's Boston for sure.
0: <laughs> An Ottawa judge was reprimanded by Ontario's Court of Appeals for being on what type of website during a recent case that he was overseeing?
1: Oh boy. <laughs> this sounds funny. I'm going to have to get the answer but pass.
0: <laughs> he was on a dating website
1: oh my gosh (laughs) i was going to say something else but i didn't (laughs) i I didn't want to do that
0: few colleges in the u.s can claim to have as storied of a past and track as villanova with seven cross-country ncaa team championships three indoor team titles one outdoor team title and a grand total of 69 individual titles to boot success is not just in villanova's past though as they continue to forge ahead in the very competitive Big East division, helped in part by a kid originally from Aurora, Ontario. That kid is Rob Deneau, and he joins us from Villanova University. Welcome to the show, Rob. Uh, thanks for having me, Michael. First of all, congratulations on your great distance medley relay you and the team put down this past weekend.
2: Thanks, yeah, uh, it was a really good effort by all the like the whole squad, all the legs and uh, now gives it gives us time that should be pretty safe to qualify for ncaa so that's uh it's definitely a big goal for us come march
0: with that your team becomes number one in the ncaa this season number three of all time in the collegiate system and the villanova record holders in this event with some huge milestones happening for you even in this past year where does this stack up on your all-time achievements list
2: yeah i gotta say i definitely put it near the top I mean, uh, to be able to hold the Villanova track record, it's a pretty special honor, especially with the the long list of Olympians that have come through the program. Uh, guys like Marcus Solveman, Coach uh, Agent Blanco, Sid Marie, and Don Page all have their names up there. So, just to be mentioned among them is uh, an honor in itself.
0: A little bit earlier this season, you also PB'd in the mile at the uh, at the Penn State meet with a three three fifty eight twenty five, uh, and a notable improvement over your previous three fifty nine thirty nine. You were also a big part of the cross team seventh place finish at NCAA, uh, capturing all Big East accolades along the way as well. What has the the difference been this season with your training?
2: Yeah, uh, I'd probably say, yeah, a few factors uh, have really helped me this season, I guess, in particular. Uh, First, like the weather really cooperated when I was back at home uh, for winter break, so I was able to get a really good, solid block of training while I was back there. Uh, I'm pretty fortunate to have... Uh, good, good, like running uh, training environment uh, with a couple guys who run back at Canadian and uh, U.S. colleges uh, back at home that we always we can meet up with for whether it's like track workouts or long runs or easy runs. So having them there is is really awesome. Um, I was able to come back to campus pretty early uh, in the year or in January and get back to get some more solid training with uh, Jordy Williams and the the guys on the team, and pretty much we've just been able to have pretty good consistent work. It's uh, really paid off. Uh, I also think I've been better at just, like, recovering uh, recovering between workouts. Uh, like, when I have an easy day, I don't worry about the pace as much as I guess I do in the past. So uh, I think I'm just, like, managing that a bit better. And the last thing I would probably say uh, just in this past year that I've changed is kind of like my mental approach. Uh, I've tried to focus on being more calm and confident, um, whether it's before a race or even just in training, um, just being, you know, around coaches and world-class athletes um, every day, kind of has allowed me to pay attention to detail. So I've picked up a few things, uh, it's helped me prepare to, to hopefully be like the best.
0: You know, I know you can't go too much in specifics at this point, but, uh, walk me through a week of your training at this point in the season.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I kind of, we, well, I start my week on Sundays, uh, and just in terms of the scheme of things. So Sunday, in particular, uh, we have, we'll have long run, uh, will least be pretty easy for the first bit. And then we'll have a light pickup kind of in the last few miles. Uh, Monday's a recovery day with uh, some sort of hurdle work or walking drills and uh, just some light strides afterwards. Tuesday's a workout where we usually kind of do stuff on the longer end, maybe like tempo or uh, some 3K to threshold pace, maybe on the track with longer reps, maybe like 400s to like 1Ks. Uh, Wednesday, another just like easy run. And then Thursday's a run with a bit of a pickup uh, based on like some heart rate uh, zones we have and then some longer strides. And Friday's our big day. Well, one of our bigger days, another workout. Uh, This time of the year, it's more specific to mile uh, pace, kind of doing like 300s or something between like 500, 200 meters uh, in reps. And then Saturdays off where it's it's like half an hour run, just really chill, kind of let the body recover before uh, uh, it all starts over again.
0: You tend towards the middle distances. And uh, as many know, and as you previously mentioned, your coach Marcus O'Sullivan used to be the record holder in the fifteen hundred. Now, what has it been like training underneath him and uh, has it been as good of a fit as it would seem
2: yeah I mean uh, it's been it's been awesome uh, Marcus is the biggest reason why I came to Villanova uh, I knew he'd be an amazing coach but he's also like he's helped me tremendously as a person uh, he's just really knowledgeable and wants you to de- wants you to develop um, just like good good traits and develop as a person as much as an athlete uh, he's really observant and he's really good in at coaching off Beal, uh, usually he'll work out, write the workouts uh, the day of, but factor in a bunch of factors and keep the long-range uh, goals in mind. So he's kind of really good at doing that. He takes care of each athlete pretty individually, uh, not just guys who are scoring, but the whole team. He does uh, pretty individual training for, and if something's not working out, he'll kind of pull you aside and he'll change something up or change something up for the next few weeks. Um, something else I really like uh, about him he's is he's pretty brutally honest in – like the best possible way uh whether he's telling me that i'm out of shape or that i can for instance like anchor this dmr this past weekend to like a solo solo split under four minutes i know that he's when he's telling me something uh he gives me the confidence that i can do it and just developing that level of trust with them uh makes things a lot easier and has just been really great for the past four years i'm really thankful to have him as my coach
0: Let's go back for a second to 2011. It was February of that year that you signed your letter of intent to go to Villanova, turning down other offers from notably Penn State, uh, but also Mac and Guelph. Why Villanova and why the NCAA?
2: Yeah, uh, back when I was deciding to go to where to school or deciding where to go to school. Uh, my primary concern was choosing somewhere that had a strong that had a strong business business program as well as a strong distance uh, running program. I also wanted to try to stay in the Northeast and relatively close to home. Uh, after visiting all the schools you listed, uh, Bob, I took my time really digesting all that information and weighing the different options before me. Um, of all the schools you listed, uh, like they all fit my criteria very well, so it definitely took a long time to decide. But I just had this gut feeling about Villanova that I was the place uh, I wanted to be. I felt I would fit in really well with Marcus's training. Uh, I really liked the team when I went on my official visit and I felt like I would fit in and the business school has an excellent reputation. So choosing between the NCAA and the CIS was definitely a factor, but I just feel like the opportunity I had to attend Villanova and compete in the NCAA would be something I'd always regret if I hadn't taken it.
0: Now, how do you feel that the, the NCAA has helped you along in your running career?
2: Yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's been, it's like I knew it would be competitive, but the depth in every event is pretty nuts. I mean, if you just look at the indoor mile uh, qualifying times this year, I'm with my 3:58. I'm sitting 15th right now, uh, kind of on that cusp of nationals. So um, it's definitely tough at times, but it can be humbling to see how many quality athletes that are down here. But I mean, if you want to run with the, if you want to run the best, you got to run with the best. Uh, so it definitely motivates me uh, every time I get out there just to give my best.
0: Are there any disadvantages to uh, to your move south of the border?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say there are any huge ones, but being away from home is definitely a big one for me. Um, like I got back here like the very, basically right after New Year's, and I probably won't get back to Canada until mid June, um, and by then half the summer is already over for most Canadian students, so that's a big thing. But I mean, I can't complain. I've got a couple Australian teammates that go a lot longer without seeing their families like sometimes over a year. So, um, I got, you got to feel for them.
0: You've, uh, you've mentioned before that you are a proud member of the new market Huskies. Uh, is, is that still who you train with in the summertime or?
2: Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, I'm still with, the still with the Huskies get to go to, uh, go to practice even, uh, like during the winter months and the summer months, even though I'm not doing exactly what they're doing. Uh, it's just good to have a team environment. Um, this past year, or this, just this past winter training, uh, Kevin Tree is with the club. He's training for world, uh, world Cross Country Championships and uh, Pan M X C coming up. So I was doing a lot of run with him. Also Tyler White um, from Aurora High School. I mean, he lives less than a mile down the street. So meet up with him a lot for runs. Uh, Kyle Penny, he goes to school uh, in St. Francis in PA. Another guy that we just kind of always meet up with. And there's always guys just around. Um, so it's a really it's a really good environment that I'm fortunate to have. Um, cause everyone's really supportive of each other and, uh, what they're all, what we're all trying to do.
0: You're doing your degree in marketing and, uh, it should be noted that you actually also just received an all academics honors, uh, reserved for those who have GPAs of 3.25 and finished in the top 25 at their regionals. First of all, congratulations. I know that's, that's a pretty big feat you know, even if you aren't doing sports, it's hard to get that sort of GPA. And how do you keep both sport and academics balanced?
2: Thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not easy for sure uh, to keep it, keep kind of everything afloat. But I think in general, athletes uh, have pretty good time management skills and something that you develop over time. Um, but basically, I just have to really effectively manage my time during the week uh, in between classes and practice and meals. Uh, I'll always try to fit in something. Uh, I try to get done for a class, whether it's like a small assignment, maybe a reading um, just so it all doesn't get pushed to the end of the day and then it all kind of becomes overwhelming if you're trying to do it all after dinner um, I had a pretty hard time adjusting to that my freshman year I'd be up like till midnight doing work sometimes But as you go on you kind of pick up better study habits and try not to waste too much time during the week So that doesn't happen.
0: What do you plan on doing uh, with that degree and maybe in general after college?
2: Yeah, um, yeah Getting the marketing degree and uh, just like overall business, there's so there's such a variety. Uh, I can see myself filling a bunch of different roles, uh, in a bunch of different sectors. But I think it'd be pretty cool to get into kind of some form of uh, some form of small business and kind of have my hands in a bunch of different aspects of the business. Uh, probably right now, I'd say my dream job would be working with uh, like a small craft beer company. So I mean, hopefully I can use my degree towards that somehow down the road. <laughs>
0: With some big results already this year, it leaves us wondering what goals do you have for the next year and perhaps maybe the next few years after that?
2: Yeah, so uh, some immediate goals uh, I have include helping our team win uh, the Big East Indoor Championships coming up in two weeks. That's our next race. Um, and then either helping out our DMR at NCAAs or trying to get All-American Honors individually in the mile if, uh, if my time does get in. Uh, looking a little longer term. Uh, helping our team win a Penn Relays Wheel is probably the biggest thing I'm trying to help out with right now. Um Villanueva is really a proud tradition at the meet, and it's the biggest one for us of the whole year. So being able to help out there um, would be something I would, if we could win, it would be something I'd cherish forever. Um, over the next few years, I would like to try to run competitively after college. Uh, I still have a whole lot of goals that I want to see if I can achieve at a bunch of distances. Also, in the next few years, uh, I would really like to be able to give back to the sport and somehow... Uh, maybe at the grassroots level I've been really lucky to have a bunch of really exceptional people, not only Marcus, I um, mean my dad and my parents, but also Derek Hackshaw uh, of the New Market Huskies a, a whole bunch of people have really helped um, guide me as a as an athlete and a person. So I definitely want to help out any way I could to maybe help give some kids the opportunities I've been fortunate enough to have. Well,
0: we uh, wish you the best of luck with those goals and especially with that DMR. That's That was a pretty huge accomplishment this past weekend. Thanks a lot for being on the show today, Rob.
2: Awesome. Thanks. I really, uh, really
0: appreciate it. The Terminal Mile presents Asking Runners About Non-Running Things and Exercise and Cross-Training. Okay, question number one. Recently at the Grammys, Kanye West attempted to rush the stage when this artist won Best Album of the Year.
2: Oh, oh my God, I know this. Give me a second. Um, Okay. I get like half a point because I know it was the rock album.
0: At last Sunday's NBA All-Star Game, this player took home the MVP award for the game.
2: Justin, okay, just uh, obviously Justin loves basketball, so he's going to get this like off the bat. I don't know, LeBron? I have no idea. I didn't watch it. (laughs) No, no, Russell Westbrook. (sighs) Oh, frick. Okay, I know know who that is though. (laughs) A quarter point.
0: This eastern United States city got another foot of snow this past weekend during a brutal storm that makes it the fourth time that this city has been hit in the past couple of weeks.
2: Okay, Boston. I was just there and yeah, it's the the snow's crazy.
0: <laughs> An Ottawa judge was reprimanded by Ontario's Court of Appeals for being on what type of website during a recent case that he was overseeing.
2: I saw someone recently like fell asleep in court, but I don't know. Jeez, uh, I'm going to say like TSN or something. No,
0: it was a dating website. All right,
2: well, at least I got one. Hey,
0: one, one for four isn't all bad. Isn't yeah. all bad. Just as a follow-up, Rob wanted me to send a shout-out to his mother for being a very influential person in his life, and kudos to her for that. Thanks a lot for tuning into this episode of The Terminal Mile. Big thanks as always goes out to Tracky as well for all their support, and big thanks to our guests as well, wishing them the best of luck with the rest of their season. If you want to find us on the web, you can do so by searching us out on Twitter at The Terminal Mile. We're also on Stitcher, Tracky, and iTunes as well. You've been listening to The Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production.